One year later, welcome to the second installment in this series of the Year of Purpose podcast, where I'm going to share with you guys what my last year has been like, seeing as we're about 12 months from where I started on this journey. And so I'd like to welcome you in. Uh, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my new book, and this is my first book ever. I've never published a book before, so this is super exciting. And the book is Life Rescripted. Find your purpose and design your dream life before the curtains close. You can sign up to get your free digital copy when the book launches at liferescriptedbook.com. My name is Zephan Moses Blacksburg, and welcome to the Year of Purpose podcast. This is a part of a series that I'm calling One Year Later, and this is totally raw, uncut, unedited. This is just me in my chair with my podcasting mic, so it makes my voice sound a little better than it does in real life. So thank you so much for joining me. And I know that I told you guys in the first part that this is all about travel hacking. So I'm going to reveal to you guys how I did it all. Um, Last year from November to December, I went on a huge trip. Uh, I spent all of November actually traveling all the way around the country. It started off in Baltimore and I went from my hometown of Baltimore. I flew out to Denver, Colorado, spent a week there, went from Denver to San Francisco, spent a week there, uh, San Francisco to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Dallas, and Dallas back home on the day after Thanksgiving. And so I wanted to share with you guys my strategy and how I did it because I've had so many people ask me about how you do this uh, and how they can do it too. And so I'm, I'm just going to give my disclaimer here for everyone. Uh, you know, the strategies to make this happen are a constantly changing thing. So if you want to get into travel hacking, uh, first of all, I highly recommend it. It is completely legal. A lot of it requires you to utilize certain loopholes. And so that's just, you know, giving you guys disclaimer that things are going to change. This may not be accurate uh, in a week, a month, a year. So just pay attention to the right blogs and places to find out more. Uh, The first thing that I learned about when it came to travel hacking, and this really came to mind, I think I was listening to the Abroaders podcast. And I think the Abroaders, um, it was either them or the Art of Charm podcast, because I know that Jordan Harbinger uh, and some of those guys have traveled quite extensively. And I learned about uh, Reddit.com, which is a very popular website. I've been on Reddit before, but Reddit is designed with these, what they call subreddits. And so if you go to reddit.com slash R, just the letter R is in Roger, slash churning, uh, churning is the process of churning through credit cards to receive the, uh, the awards, the bonuses of taking out credit cards. And I had a pretty decent credit score. So for me, this was probably the best way to go to get this started. Now, what the basics are, and given, let me say this, uh, this is different across the board. Everybody has a different strategy. This is constantly changing. Uh, But what my strategy was originally was this. Uh, I took out a bunch of different credit cards up front. I took out a Southwest credit card. I took out an American Airlines and I believe it was uh, either United or U.S. Airways, whichever one merged with American Airlines. I, I always forget that one. Um, but I took out those three credit cards. That was my beginning. 
And what happened was uh, every three to four months, sometimes six months, these credit card companies will come around and offer you an opportunity where uh, they will say roughly around $3,000 if you can spend $3,000 over the course of uh I forget what it is. You know, it's always different with different credit card companies, but I believe it's 3000 in three months. And some of them were 2000 within three months. If you can spend that, you will get a 50000 SkyMile bonus. Uh, this was definitely Southwest, and this was also Americans as well. Uh, the U.S. one or United, whoever it is, because I always mix them up, uh, was a different deal. So now you're thinking, all right, well, how do I spend essentially $9,000 between three credit cards in three months. Uh, quite simply, actually. So you'd be surprised how you can move money around that you already have. Uh, for example, I have a rent payment each month of $400, but I have four roommates, or I'm sorry, I have three roommates with plus me is four. So that's $1,600 each month that I have to pay to the landlord. Now, I could either pay it how I had been doing with writing a check, or there are services such as online bill pay, where through a credit card, you can actually send a check uh, to your landlord, to you know whoever's collecting the bill for whatever. So right away, that was $1,600 uh, plus utilities. So it, anywhere in the neighborhood of $1,600 to $1,800 every single month uh, for the first three months that had me covered. So, you know, we're looking at somewhere over uh, almost $5,000 right there spent, you know, as long as I would just pay for my roommates and they would pay me back. So that's the first thing to look at is rent and all of these other expenses. Uh, what are you already paying? Because this could be a really easy way, you know, put move your car insurance payment over to one of these credit cards for, you know, the first three months or move your, your rent payment, whatever it is, over to these credit cards. So that was the first step. Now, the tricky thing is because of where I live, uh, my landlord is actually my stepfather because I live in the house that I grew up in, long story short, uh, and I rent it from my parents. And so for me, uh, it's not as simple as just going into my credit card statement and sending a check because the cards for the airlines didn't have that capability. So there's this lovely thing called the Target Red Card. And I'm going to tell you right now, the strategy doesn't quite work anymore. I'll tell you why, what happened with that. But essentially, the Target Red Card was a prepaid American Express card with Target stores. And you could charge it up with money and use it to get, I believe it was 5 or 15% off all of your Target purchases. Uh, but it also had the ability to do online bill pay, meaning if I charged up this target card, this red card, uh, I could actually log in to their online portal and send a check in the mail for however much money I wanted uh, based off of the money I had loaded up onto this card. So just think of it like a big old gift card, credit card that you can load up. That's essentially all it was. So to pay off the rent, I would take my Southwest credit card, which I had to hit the spending limit on. I had to spend the $3,000. I would charge up the $1,500 or $1,600, however much rent was for the month, onto my Target red card. You can do that at any store by talking to customer service. 
The issue now with that is you cannot charge up the Target Red Card anymore from another credit card. Uh, in the beginning, they allowed you to do that. Obviously, many people use that loophole, so they closed it off. Uh, at this point, you can still charge up the Target Red Card. There are many strategies using Visa gift cards that can be used like debit cards because they will only take debit cards or cash to charge up the red card. But when I first started, I would take my Southwest card and I would swipe it and charge $1,600 onto my Target red card. So I'm down $1,600 on the Southwest card, but all my roommates were paying me back by writing me checks. So I'm not really down $1,600. Then now I'm up $1,600 on this Target red card. I would go home, log into the Target red card portal, and I would go ahead and do an online bill payment and just send the check to my stepdad for whatever amount it was. And that was essentially the process for a very long time uh, with not only rent, but any other payment that I had. Uh, so all I really needed to do to make that you know $3,000 spend in the first three months was just add my rent payment uh, to the red card and I'm already uh, charging it. You know, my Southwest is hitting it two months in. So I hit the $3,000 spending bonus on the Southwest card. Boom, next month statement comes in. I've got 50,000 Sky Miles with Southwest. And so uh, those 50,000 miles will get you roughly two free round trip flights. But if you're a little tricky like me, if you can do some research, take some time and look into it, uh, I think I actually pulled like five or six flights out of it. So that's really nifty. And on top of that, I might add to you guys, if you get the opportunity and you own a business, you can actually take out a Southwest personal card and a Southwest business card uh, and you will receive 100,000 points essentially between the two of those. So just something cool to think about. If you hit 110,000 points within a calendar year, you actually get the companion pass, and then your companion can fly for free. So just something to think about if that offer comes around again. Uh, from what I've seen, it's been every three or four months or so, maybe five or six months, give or take. Uh, so that is the same process that I, re that I repeated from the uh, Southwest card over to the American and over to the U.S. Airways card. Now, when U.S. Airways, and if I totally mess this up, you guys can tell me by sending it in, but I believe it was U.S. and it wasn't United. Uh, when U.S. Airways merged with American Airlines, because I had hit the spending bonus on both of those cards, uh, and both of them had a deal for 50,000 points, I had now received uh, 100,000 points with American. So I now have like 150,000 Sky Miles combined. And that was really the start of using this, uh, ab this ability to churn credit cards to receive these bonuses. Now, uh, some of you might be thinking, you know, what about the annual fees? Because all these cards came with annual fees. So one option that you can do and, you know, research this on the forums is you can call in and usually if you ask to cancel your credit card 11 months into your 12 months uh, and you just tell them that you would like to cancel, they will refer you to the customer retention department and their job is to keep you as a customer and they have a lot of power. Oftentimes they will actually uh, offer to uh basically waive your annual fee so that you can stay with them for another year, which is great. You just put another notification on the calendar 12 months later and call them in again and see what they can do for you. If they don't do that and they won't remove the annual fee, uh, then you can just simply ask to cancel the card 
uh, no harm done. Your credit score will go down a little bit. Um, and so speaking of credit score, I, uh, I highly recommend Credit Karma. It's a free app. It's for the iPhone. I'm sure it's on Android too. Credit Karma allows you to really keep track of your credit score, get an idea of where you are, uh, just to make sure that you're not totally demolishing your credit score, uh, which would hurt you if you ever had to take out a loan, buy a house, get a car, things like that later down the road. So that is simply my easier, easiest travel hacking strategy. Um, Back really quick to the Target red card. Unfortunately, that particular strategy no longer works with charging it up with a credit card uh, because they've changed their terms of service. So you can charge it up with, uh, at this time, debit cards, uh, but you have to be able to get like a Visa gift card that you charge up and uh, it has to have a pin and I believe that they also check to see that your name is on it in some stores. So at this time, that is a strategy that allows you to still do it, where basically it's adding an extra step. I would take my Southwest card, I would go to a Walgreens or, or a convenience store where I could buy a uh, Visa gift card that I can charge up to $500. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be a fee of like $4.95 or, or $5 or $6 to do that, but you know the trade-off is round-trip flights, right? So go to the store, get this Visa gift card, make sure it's one that allows you to put a PIN number on it, uh, then take that to Target, charge up the red card with that card. Uh, so now you've basically burned off the Visa gift card. There's nothing left. You can chuck that away. Um, you've spent the 500 or 1000 or however much already on your Southwest card, so you're good. You're getting the points for it. Uh, and once you move it over to the red card, you just use the online bill pay system. Some people take it a step further. They actually use the online bill pay system to pay off the bill of the Southwest credit card uh, and just have this never-ending cycle, which is definitely doable as well. Uh, so there are many, many options out there. Uh, essentially, that one with Target uh, has been kind of shut down. Uh, definitely look into something that they call Bluebird or Serve. It's a, a very similar option to the Target Red Card, which is often referred to as Red Bird. Uh, and the Bluebird card is offered, I believe, at Walmart and through some online sources. So definitely look into that option. Uh, check out reddit.com slash r slash churning. Uh, Flyer Talk Forums is a good one. Uh, another thing with, um, with travel hacking, I would say, is be prepared to not stay in a hotel. Be prepared to meet random strangers. Uh, be ready to live in places that you're unfamiliar with. And so a big thing for me was actually using Airbnb uh, in combination with uh, being able to contact my friends through Facebook. So oftentimes I would reach out on Facebook and say, hey guys, I'm gonna be in you know, Los Angeles tonight. Uh, who's got a place where I can crash? Uh, I understand for some families, for some bigger groups, for people who don't feel as comfortable doing that or might not be as well connected, that that might be tough. Uh, but for the younger folks who are interested in, in a neat adventure and wanting to meet new people, I definitely recommend doing that. So uh, that brings me to also another tra uh, travel hacking uh, website that I've learned about, and it is called Skiplagged. And they call themselves the smart way to find cheap flights, skiplagged.com. And basically what they do is it's a search engine for flights. Uh, imagine if I had a flight from Baltimore, Maryland to San Francisco. Oftentimes that's not a direct flight. It might stop in Dallas or Phoenix, Arizona or somewhere else. 
what this uh, search engine will do is this will search for those flights and figure out if it's cheaper for me to buy a ticket uh, from Baltimore to San Francisco and just get off at the Phoenix stop if I'm trying to go to Phoenix. So it will do that research for me and tell me. Now, the trick with this one is you can't check your baggage because obviously it's going to go on to uh, San Francisco and you will not get it back. So if you're willing to travel with light carry-on, if you're not taking a whole lot, if it's a small trip, uh, definitely check out Skip Lagged. Uh, and that is a way, pretty cool way to, to find some flights for very cheap, uh, if not cheaper than what you were already looking at on, you know, whether it was Priceline, Southwest.com, uh, anywhere like that. So that was my experience with, with learning travel hacking, with how I did it. Uh, in the next installment of this series, I'm going to share with you what that adventure was like once I was finally on it. This episode of the Year of Purpose podcast was raw, real, uncut, unedited. My name is Zephyr Moses Blacksburg. I'm so happy that you joined me here today. Once again, I want to remind you that my new book coming out, this is my first book ever called Life Rescripted. It's all about how to find your purpose and design your dream life before the curtains close. It's going to be available as a free digital copy. All you have to do is head on over to www.liferescriptedbook.com. And as always, if you liked this episode, if I gave you valuable information, uh, if you enjoyed spending some time with me, whether it was in the car, in the shower, uh, in bed, if you were sick for the day, first of all, I'm sorry that you're sick if you are, but I want to let you know that I appreciate you and each and every single person that is tuning in today. If you liked this podcast, please, please, please leave a review, leave us a rating, let us know in iTunes, in the podcast app that you enjoyed it because we want to share this message out with the world. If you thought travel hacking was cool, wait to hear the next adventure. This is part two of my series I'm calling One Year Later, and this is Zephan Moses, and I will catch you on the flip side.